Your resume is your golden ticket to landing an interview. It's absolutely the first thing a company may see in order to determine if you are the potential candidate for the role. Is your resume intact? Find out on the upcoming episode of Working the Dash podcast with TK. What's up, everybody? It's your girl TK right here on another podcast episode of Working the Dash with TK. And I am so happy that you have joined me today. And as you heard in the intro, today we're going to be talking about your resume and how it defines you. I want to just share with you that Working the Dash podcast, uh, we cover a myriad of topics here uh, to include entrepreneurship, corporate life, remote working, uh, workplace burnout, lifestyle, travel, everything that you can think about in order to maximize that small dash between your date of arrival and your date of departure. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to maximize the middle. And today, because it is the top of the year, we want to talk about uh, the fact that many times we uh, start thinking about uh, ways we can move around in our companies, um, maybe moving to another organization. Uh, perhaps we want to start something fresh and brand new, something that we really have a passion for that, but never really worked in. And you know how it is. You take a job just to get your foot in the door. And then seven, eight years later, you, you've been at that same job and it perhaps may not be what you want to do, but it's something that you have become complacent in and you're comfortable there. And so uh, today we want to talk about how to get your resume intact. What is it going to do uh, for you and how it's going to set you apart uh, from all of the other resumes coming in? And as you know, being a remote uh, world right now, the culture is such that you have to figure out a way to stand out just to even get the interview, right? Because it's no longer being able to walk in or show your face or um, show what you have on. There's no one to really impress online. And so you have to do things online that impress others. So uh, since your first impression is this thing we know as a resume, and it's actually covering all of you on a piece of paper, what can you do to make it stand out? Your resume has to be far apart from the crowd. Now, we all know that scene in Legally Blonde where Elle pulls out her resume and it's on pink paper and it has this wonderful smell to it where the professor is like, hmm, this resume smells good. So it was a metaphor for the fact that it was different it was already a unique. It stood out in the fact that it was on pink paper. So in this um, whole stack of what would be resumes that someone would look for, that pink paper is blaring. The other thing that Elle had on <laughs> that, that resume was a nice uh, perfume smell. And so how are you making your resume look? How are you making it smell online? That's what we want to talk about today. Even the most qualified and experienced candidates um, applications can be discarded because they are ridden with 
errors. They have errors. They have misspellings. Uh, the context is wrong. The grammatical, uh, there are so many grammatical errors. Um, instead of you talking in past tense, you're talking in present and, and you're interchanging those, um, you know, endings such as, you know, represent as a, as opposed to represented or, or representing you, you, you have all of these different things going on. And so it's filled with errors and that's a major turnoff. Can somebody help me say turn off? I know we say turn up, but when you have an error filled resume, it is an extreme turn off. Um, also when your resume includes, um, email addresses that are not professional. So like if you are a uh, big hot chocolate or uh, sweet and sour or um, sexy and, and cute at hotmail.com or hit me up for um, a, a great night at gmail.com. It's not going to do you any good. You need to type a, take a step back. And I'm, I'm sharing this because, you know, although it may be a little bit funny, uh, the thing about it is, is that your email address even talks to your level of professionalism. So even if you have to step back grab an email address that's brand new. And I know who wants another email address, right? But even if you have to do your first name dot last name and maybe uh, two or three numbers at gmail.com or at yahoo.com, you know, do something that speaks to the level of professionalism. So, uh, error written, uh, resumes, uh, email addresses that are, uh, definitely unprofessional. They do speak a lot about you, right? So we want to make sure we go ahead and get that clarified. You need to have a clear, organized, and error-free resume so you can increase your chances of just landing the interview. Forget the job, right? <laughs> we have to get the interview first. We have to be able to land that interview. So um, in order to land the interview, how you look on paper says a lot to your hiring manager about you, even how you communicate. So let's just say you send the resume and you may follow up with an email. Even when your email that you're following up with has errors in it, um, it actually speaks a lot. Even though you've taken that extra step and that extra initiative, it speaks a lot to the hiring manager about you. So just make sure even when you're doing a, a, um, an initial email, you've not been asked to do it, but you're sending off an initial email, make sure that you um, also have um, a, a grammatical friendly resume. Um, you want to be seen as detail oriented, well rented, organized, um, and not careless. You also wanna come across as a great communicator. Do not come across as a poor communicator and disorderly because this will all begin to define who you are as a person. And can I just tell you, your resume sometimes has absolutely nothing to do with your skill set, has nothing to do with how nice of a person you are, uh, your personality, but um, your resume is talking for you. It's just like your credit report, okay? So let's just start with the credit report. You may manage your money well now. You may have a great um, you know, savings account now, but your credit report is your resume of how you manage money. And if it's filled with late payments and past due payments and charge offs and collections, even though you're not that person right now, 
there's nothing else to really prove your worth and your value as someone who can actually manage money because there's something talking on your behalf. Oh my goodness, I just said something very powerful right there, okay? I'm patting my own self on the back, I'm giving my own self a hand because I just said something extremely powerful. That resume, that credit report, we're not talking about credit right now, but I'm, I'm just wanting to paint the analogy. It is the thing that is speaking on your behalf. So make sure that even if you have to invest in yourself and get someone to proofread or even write um, or make your resume relevant, even if you have to go that route and pay, invest in yourself, right? Invest in that because it's something that you'll always be able to add to and you'll always have and it will continue to be something that will show that you're you know, the clarity of who you are. Now, I know back in the day, you know, when you worked in college, you were at 7, 10, 12 jobs because, of course, you were working at the mall. You were working at Dippity Doo Dog. You were working at, um, you know, down the street at the, the fast food restaurant. And you were, then you went to the hotel and you, then you went to over to the news station and you, you did all of these different things, right? Um, a lot of that stuff right now may not belong on your resume. Let's, let's, let's be clear. Although you've been laced with a lot of experience, let that shine through in other areas on that, on that resume so that you don't come across as someone who uh, cannot stay at jobs or you come across as someone who uh, moves around and around. It's hard um, to explain you being somewhere for eight months and then you're leaving and then you're going somewhere for another six months. And it could just literally be college. It could just be the fact that, you know, when you went home, for college, you worked and, and everybody loved you there, but then you had to leave that job and then go back to college. You know, when you put all of these uh, missing elements on there, such as time gaps, it it comes across as somebody who is not responsible. Um, so we have to even know what to put on our resume and when. So categorizing is essential. When it comes to your resume writing, you want to make sure that you have a pleasant order. So by categorizing your education, your experiences, your skills, it's easy for people to locate the information. So make sure you have those categories and those headings uh, very clear and, and make sure they're clarified on your resume. Um, and within each category, make sure that you have a, a level of chronological order. So I just talked about how, you know, you, you went to college and you had, um, you know, from May, 2020 to, uh, April, to April, 2021, you know, you want to make sure that if you work somewhere from 2021 to 2022, that it's in chronological order where they can actually see exactly what's happening, um, and paint the picture. Your resume should be able to connect dots. It should it should be able to tell a story without a lot of questions being asked. I should be able to look at a resume and know exactly what's going on um, without having to assume or, or be presumptuous about you know um, what's happening there or create um, a scenario of what ifs. So make sure that it's in chrono chronological order and let's practice on your wealth of experience, um, being short and relevant. Okay. So I just kind of touched on that. Just, just briefly, we want to keep it to one page. Um, if we can, 
because we don't want to send seven or eight pages on a resume for a hiring manager who is taking in thousands of resumes to have to filter through. So keep it short and sweet, be very powerful, but in, and impactful. It might be compact, but make sure that it is, um, it's impressive enough for, for them to raise their brow and say, Hmm, I want to get to know a little bit more about this individual. So let's also choose the resume, choose the resume that best fits the job. Now, I I, I have to stop and share that because there are some things we put on our resumes that do not go with the job we're trying to apply for. Now that has nothing to do with us applying for something that we know we're not qualified for and we're just having a a, a moment of faith where we're just going to step out on this limb and send this resume in. No, I'm not speaking about that. I'm saying that if there are a myriad of experiences that you have for a specific job that, you know, uh, that you are applying for put that experience on that resume and send that resume. So what am I saying? You might have multiple resumes. That's a thing. Okay. It is a thing. So just make sure that you, um, keep that to a, a short and sweet, uh, resume page so that, you know, it's not so long that people just have to filter through. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, I want to say, um, narrowing down your relevant experiences. I know I've, I've said that in so many words, but hear me when I say a lot of us are multifaceted. A lot of us have, um, a multiplicity of experiences. We've worked a lot of places. And again, you've had internships, you've, you've worked through college, you've had summer jobs and, and you've had job after job and you've had, um, contracting positions. You've worked for temporary agencies. You've worked permanently and you've switched and you moved around, but make sure that whatever is on your resume is relevant, relevant experience. Okay. So if you're, you know, applying for, uh, upper management or, or some level of leadership, it may not be necessary to say that you were the, uh, you know, receptionist at, um, a restaurant during your college days. It may not be necessary. Okay. So I'm not trying to tell you what to put on there, but I am sharing, put the most relevant information on there so that it speaks to the experience that best matches the job uh, of which you are going for. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to share with you is just to be very, very careful about, um, your bullet points. And making sure again that they are the the action verbs are are carefully written, and you know when to put what where and how to put that on your resume. Um, there's nothing worse again, you all, than having a a resume that's filled with spelling and grammar error errors because it really does hinder the reader's ability to understand your resume. I shouldn't have to as a hiring manager. Uh, decide what I'm reading. I should know that with clarity from what someone who's applying uh, for a job is sending in. I should know that by uh, what they've already sent. So let's make sure that we're doing the best that we can to stand out because your resume is indeed your golden ticket. Now, with all of that being said, I have a call to action for you. I want you to go for the gold. I want you to put yourself out there. Make sure that this year you do not hold back because you feel like you're inadequate in some area. I want you to get that resume ready. And I know you haven't, uh, you know, if you're like me, 
You haven't had to put a resume together because you've been at a great job or you've just been at a job. But even at that organization, you may want to apply for something else. You may want to apply for a different role. Put yourself out there. Okay? My nieces say real talk, Cakes, real talk. Real talk. Put yourself out there. And in putting yourself out there, get your resume that's worthy of being acknowledged. Put yourself out there, okay? So that's your call to action. Your other call to action is to share. Share this podcast with somebody who may need to hear it and who may just need to be encouraged to move further in their career aspirations. This has been another episode. It's actually the first episode of 2023. It's 2023, almost at 2022. It's the first episode of 2022. And I just want to really encourage you all to move forward. Go for the goal. Don't be afraid. Put yourself out there. Get that resume polished. Get it ready. Get it right. And get the job that you want. Do not settle. Say that with me. I will not settle. I will not settle. I will apply and I will be great. I have enough inside of me, the tools, the resources, the experiences, all of that wrapped in that one bubble makes us who we are. And we have enough to be great, grand and phenomenal. So go for the gold. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you for stopping by and listening to this podcast. Remember your resume is your golden ticket. It's the first thing a company sees to determine who you are. So make sure that whatever is on paper represents you to the highest mark. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a phenomenal weekend. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. This has been TK on another podcast episode of Working the Dash.